Welcome. This is Stories from Los Angeles, hosted by Eric Ramos. Welcome, everybody. It's Sunday morning here in downtown Los Angeles, and I'm Eric Ramos, your host of Stories from Los Angeles. And today I have a very special guest that I personally grew up with. She and I go way back to like our middle school years. Yep. And she has a pretty inside business, you would call it, right? Or is this uh, your main business? I call it a, a hobby, yeah, like a little side gig that I do. A little hobby for the for the community. That honestly, I find like like a lot of people are involved, especially because it involves very sweet, traditional food. That yeah. it's yummy and goes pairs very well with drinks or like fruit and this is britis thank you britis thank you what's your last name garcia garcia yeah (laughs) super common super common (laughs) nothing special just my it's special all right (laughs) britis and her brand name is chamoy la chicana yes yes so where are you originally from i know the question already but where are you originally from for those who don't know you i am originally from norwalk uh, I grew up there. Uh, I probably moved out. I was born in LA, but I went growing up and like kind of memory wise is always uh, Norwalk. And then my grandparents lived out in LA, but we would always, I mean, for the most part, just back and forth. Um, what part of LA? Uh, kind of towards uh, USC, like the Coliseum area. Oh, cool. So like right by there. Um, and then, yeah, that's all I from just hopping back and forth but norwalk is where my home's at do you recall how you and i met i think it was just mutual friends it was mutual friends in middle school middle school and yeah i think we were never in the same class or anything it was probably just like mutual friend caesar and all right that. yeah yeah you had your group of guy friends and then i had my group of girlfriends and then we all just kind of linked up and from there we just kept in touch yeah I know. know. How many years? Over like 20 years? Over, yeah. Over 20 years. And so, yeah, um, I wanted to ask you a few questions about like what inspired you to create uh, Chamoy, like Chamoy products? Well, uh, it's a long long start from that, but uh, I always kind of wanted to kind of do my own thing, uh, do something that... uh, I created and just like within my name and I remember just growing up and and wanting something like just always like making like little cash here and there and um, it started with uh, back in elementary school my mom used to take uh, take me to the the swap meet the indoor swap meet uh-huh. and she used to buy me bags of candy and it was like my decision to do it and I just asked her to take me she'll buy me bags of candy mazepan like paletas all that stuff and I used to sell them at school for like 25 50 cents yeah and that's how i started and i was like you know i used to sell all these candies all the time and then uh i got older we started drinking and uh we had our family parties and back uh with my family parties i had all my cousins like hey bj make the please make me a michelada make me a michelada and like uh my sister-in-law was the one who was just kind of like why don't you just try making like your own and i'm like hey might as well and it covid just happened to hit wait so you used to buy it uh, just the products itself and you used to like put it together like make michis for everybody yeah so and and it started with like not even the rim dip it was just back when it was just the 
the chili uh, around the rim and stuff like that and we were just making meat cheese and stuff like that and then the rim dip started coming out god and then i was it. buying it from stores and all that stuff and then that's when she was just like yeah you know what like this doesn't seem hard why don't you just look it up and i'm like you know what and i just started from scratch right so there. that was your friends and family who inspired you to kind of like hey you already they noticed that you had this passion yeah 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 for this. so my family mainly my family was just like dude like why just try it just try it and from there they probably been my biggest support yeah everything everything you said that uh you went to the norwalk swap meet is that where yeah. you went yep okay I used to, they used to have a little candy store and that place is no longer there anymore but uh, i thought so they closed, yeah, it, down, they closed right? it down but back in elementary school even like parts of middle school not really but mainly elementary school i used to go out and just go to the candy stores and get like paletas, anything like all, and it was all Mexican candy. Right. Like no chocolates, nothing, just pure Mexican candy and like the chilies and stuff. Because I mean, growing up, we, I, I liked that salty, that salty, the salty spiciness. Yeah, the right? salty spiciness. And, you know, as a kid, like, I mean, you had your other like friends who knew about it and then friends who didn't know about it. Yeah. And, you know, and it was just one of those things where I just, it's funny because for, for those who don't know what a michi or a michelada is, if you're that uncultured, just kidding. It's basically just a beer with like chili and like um, like sweet chili, essentially. It's like a Bloody Mary, but with beer. I would I would probably describe it. Yeah, that makes more so, sense. Something like that, that's yeah. A, that's a better description been, of mine. I've been trying to like find a way to describe it like in a way where someone who's not hispanic will understand what what like the use of it is so i wouldn't i would consider like you put tomato in it right tomato clamato clamato yeah so well not in this but like in a michelada yeah so it's kind of like a bloody mary but like mexican version i guess you could say right right and yeah definitely no clamato on these uh no no the way i'm saying it clamato who am i <laughs> clamato clamato way <laughs> <laughs> anyways um so you brought your candies yes you brought some of your products here um are, are these all that you have or is there more that you offer so there is more that i offer but i like to mix them up a little bit um i don't always have the same menus sometimes i have like i like to i don't know i don't know if this sounds mean to say but i like to let people miss the candy a little bit you know all so right. like when it comes back it's like hey little like, mind games yeah <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hate to admit it, but keep I mean, coming back. Yeah, I just gotta, you know, That's, I gotta make y'all miss it a little bit. Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, I do have a variety of stuff, and honestly, I'm always open to suggestions. If there are people who maybe try a, a type of gummy that I have never done before, yeah, um, always like open to be trying new things. Um, so you like take custom orders if somebody oh, yeah. has like a yeah. like very specific. Um, definitely taste that you can Always. create recreate for them mm -hmm. that's awesome that's yeah. very cool so um yeah with the candies uh i just buy the candies but i make all the chamoy from scratch um and that's where the rim dip comes so the rim dip is just pure chamoy which usually people use it with um uh, with fruit or they rim it with their their beers so. right right and for those who are only listening to the podcast we literally have like two, four, six, six containers with, uh, we got mango, chamoy, little mango uh, gummy candies mm -hmm. with um, chamoy with that 
is, is yours typically, we're going we're gonna to have a taste right now, but um, is yours like spicy or is it more on the sweeter side? It's mild. mild. So you can taste the spice, but it's not like overpowering. So it's a good blend, but I do have the option like I like the rim dips that I do have. They're flavored uh, that I brought. So I have like a mango and a tamarindo, for example, if someone wanted to like not have the mild in it, mm -hmm. I would always switch like I, I can do that, too, where I switch the, the type of rim dip that I use for those candies. And actually holding your product in my hand right now, it kind of does give me like a nostalgic feeling of growing up. Uh, like like you know in a mexican uh culture of like uh those ma those mango candies the the lollipops, the lollipops right? right yeah i'm like oh my god just had like a <laughs> weird flashback like like that's a raven you yes. know like yeah going yeah. back <laughs> and they taste exactly like the lollipops but just in gummy form awesome may i have a taste do it awesome so for those of you who are right now missing out on this nice and uh, crispy open i know that sound yeah take one with me sure uh, awesome cheers. cheers to our first mango together mm. 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 some good stuff mm -hmm. it's like um so the mango when you bite into it you kind of taste the spice outside of the chamoy Mm. So the mango itself is considered like a spicy manguito. Mm -hmm. That's what they're called, manguitos. Okay. So even alone, without the chamoy, when you bite into it, it has that like flavor of the lollipop if you were eating it with the with the chili on it. Yeah, and mango and chili go so well. Mm -hmm. If you guys have never tried mango with chili, I don't know what kind of universe you live in. <laughs> but it's a must. It's funny because last week, we were up in Lake Arrowhead. My mm -hmm. uncle pulls up with like, he said on his way here to uh, the mountains, he ended up pulling over and buying mangoes from like a street vendor, right? And he just bought like a whole case. Mm -hmm. And while he was up there, I, do, I would literally see him just chow down on those mangoes with chili on it. Oh my God, that sounds like, like it would be kid. nice and smooth, huh? Like mm -hmm. something that you can just bite into, yeah. Yeah, this is definitely a good addition to go with it. Such a nice mix. And so this, was this something that inspired you from like yourself or was it something your friends kind of like, how did this product kind of you know what? fruition? Um, with the manguitos itself? Yeah, this whole like, this um, product. You know, I barely, when I started making the chamoy, I didn't even know that they, these candies existed. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to have a variety of like, fruit flavored candies which i had the watermelon mm -hmm. i had um you know like sour apple flavor stuff and i just didn't find a mango one but i found a picture of like those specific gummies and i i remember driving out here to the candy spot it's in like downtown a, LA? yeah it's like a big old candy like store and it's just they sell candy in bulks and stuff like that that's where i found those around alameda right or somewhere in downtown, like that east side? Yes, it's like that. I don't even know the name of it, but it's like... That bunch of piñatas there, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, right there, so... We'll call it the Mexican Candy Center in yeah. downtown LA. Yeah. Right? There's like all these uh, sections where you can buy stuff in downtown. Mm -hmm. So, it's like... A, I would consider it like the candy district. That's candy where you district. got all the party supplies, all the candies, and all that stuff. Right. 
So I was on the hunt for those because I've never seen them before. Yeah. And now that I found them, I introduced it to a lot of like my friends, my family who also didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's been a hit. Did your family have chamoy around when you were younger? Like, like what's your earliest memory of core memory of like chamoy and, and tamarindo with you as a kid? Tamarindo, very young age, just because of the candy. Mm-hmm. Like even the little peanut tamarindos, those were my favorite. But until I got older, I had no idea what uh, like chamoy was. Um, I don't even think it. Ex- I don't even know if it existed back then. Maybe in liquid form. Yeah. But it I, wasn't until, to be honest, like I started drinking. That <laughs> like, you just like of age. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that's funny because I remember like kind of having the little. I don't remember. I don't know. Oh, like the squeeze bottles from that one brand right. with the little duck. I already yes, forgot yes, the name. Yes. Okay. See, like I used to like those, but. I don't know. I didn't really. It didn't get uh, hit my attention to where like that core is. Yeah. With that. To me, like I remember, like really when I was younger, my parents would give us like you know our Sunday, um, you know when they were give us money like for the week. What's mm-hmm. that called again? I just forgot the word. Allowance. Allowance. Yes, an allowance. So my parents would give us like like an allowance, and I would try to max out my allowance at a, like a, one of those. 99 cents like Asian stores mm-hmm. like when my parents would go grocery shopping because they had all those candies like separately in, in Norwalk I forgot the name of the, the store but um we would just go in there and I remember like vividly like I like the chili like too much sweet for me is like I don't know it makes me thirsty yes yeah yeah so I like the spicy kick and that's how I kind of started getting involved with like and you know what it is um with this too I use chili powder and as a kid I was a big Lucas fan oh yeah I so when Tahin came out it was probably like game over but I was a major Lucas fan and it's the same with the chamoy yeah Yeah, that's the one I completely yeah so I used but I used to buy the powder and what I would do with the powder is I used to get like ice creams like the fruity ice creams, and I would uh, coat it in the powder, and oh, that's nice. how I would <laughs> that's how I'd eat my ice creams. But ice cream, yeah, like uh, like a big stick, for example. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like, like something like solid and fruity, and then you would just kind of like, like coat an, it. Okay, like paletas. Then, yeah, like paletas. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I so, thought was ice cream, like I was like whoa. No, no, no. Cream. Yeah, paletas would be the perfect form for it. But yeah, that's how I. I mean, my addiction for chili powder came in, but paletas are popsicles for yeah. those of you who don't know. Paletas, popsicles. So we got yeah, even like the the water based paletas, the limon and stuff like that. Because in the Mexican culture, they have all these popsicles with all these all this natural. Well, I don't know if they're still natural now, but um, they have a lot of like fruit, fresh fruit flavors with like water based, and so you right. get a nice. It almost tastes like a frozen like water like drink that you have, right? Yeah. Like a, uh, it feels. Yeah, it feels nice. So that's where, like, I guess the addiction of, like, putting two and two together. The and addiction. <laughs> candy and jelly. So this is a rim dip, right? Yes, that's my mango rim dip. And, and then this is... Tamarindo rim dip. Tamarindo rim dip. Mm-hmm. You know, looking at it also right now, the liquid form. I um, you know, remember how the Lucas little squeegee one that yes. you would squeeze on? I remember I used to pretend like I was, like, like shooting drugs. <laughs> Like, I don't know why. My, <laughs> my, my Not eight, even the cigarette candy. You like full on. Like, I was like hardcore. I was like, boy, like this one. Oh like just sucking, just sucking the, <laughs> my bait. That's bae. funny. I've never just, seen anyone do that before. I just realized right now that's so dumb. Like, 
How old were you when you were doing that? I, was, you I, I don't that? know what I was going through. <laughs> I've always been an emo That's kid. Funny. Oh my gosh. I did not think about that. <laughs> what are you doing it right now? Literally, I was, I was, I was, it just reminded me of that moment because of like the blood, and I was like, it and it was like kind of red hot. Oh yeah. my god! I don't know why my funny. brain was doing that as a little kid. That but. is so funny. Okay, so this, how do you? Uh, you said well, like, what are you? How, what is chamoy again? It's like a fruit, right? It's. I would consider it like a sauce. I guess you can say. Uh huh. Like not necessarily a salsa, but like a sauce that is, yeah. It, like if I wanted to do it like in an English version, but a sauce that is made, um, you can make it with fruit. Um, a lot of people make it uh, different ways. Uh -huh. I've seen people make it with candies and they melt the candies uh, depending on the flavor, the pulparindos. I make it from flavored like powder. Okay. So it's just all like powder. Flavored and powder? Like, like chili? Like, no, it, it, it's not necessarily chili, but it's just like, for example, the tamarindo powder just comes just tamarindo flavor. But I do mix it with my own, like, chili powder to make the spicy, like, the kind of spicy-ish connection to it. Oh, my God. I just realized right now that I've never questioned what chamoy was. I mm -hmm. thought it was like a fruit. It, I had to, yeah, I had to, like, learn that because people would ask me, like, pop-ups and stuff, and I'm like, I... So it's, like, dehydrated apricot, mango, plums, like, a combination of yes. those things? So uh, that's how, yeah, I, well, that's how I was making it prior, like, fresh, fresh like that, yeah, with apricots, dried apricots, um, tamarindos, um... Just tamarind, right, in mm -hmm. English? Like, yeah, tamarind, like, it, like, the little, and you would just peel them, it's a lot of work, but... A lot of work. Peel them, yeah. boil it, and stuff like that. I was blessed enough to find all those in powder form. Very cool. So it kind of takes away like the difficulties of having to yes. put it all together. But more. before that, yeah, I was doing uh, dried apricots, uh, Jamaica leaves. Jamaica. Okay. Yeah. So you would boil those. Um, you'd have to blend everything and then reboil and then start kind of mixing with the chili do you use honey on this or or, or like that like like that thickness sweetness how does it get like no it's sugar oh nice i didn't know that yeah very cool yeah the sugar is the one that thickens it um i am trying to work on how to maybe like because mine is really sticky so i'm trying to like I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. I'm trying to make it uh, to where it's like just grabs onto the, to the cup because it's, mine's really sticky. But, um, Which is a good thing because you it want is a it good to thing, stick yeah. to your cup. And also too, I like to tell people because a lot of people get really addicted to it and they just kind of like rim it, yeah. like grab it and like with the cup. I think it's best to kind of just, just rim it lightly. You awesome. don't need like a gulp on it because when you put a gulp on it, it starts like dripping down. Oh, and then that's right. when it gets all messy and stuff like that. Yeah. Did you get in? Did you ever like? What was the first time you tried like a rim dipped uh, michelada? Do you recall? Or it probably had to have been at a restaurant, at a like restaurant. where they look all good and stuff. Maybe Los Compadres. I want to say was my my first michelada okay that's okay. where i used to go shout out to los compadres yeah um good and this is a special uh feature we're actually going to try some of this rim dip on camera yes i know um i like to keep cores and i know that's normally not the way to make a michelada 
right? I'm a Coors girl. All right, cool. I'm um, doing Hey, As long as it, it's <laughs> not uh, vodka, we're good. Do, do you need any, any specific, like, um, like a brush or something? Because I think I realized right now, I'm like, oh, wait. How I are we going to do this? I usually just... Oh, you just... Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, with the... Oh, you're, with you're, the, the you're the master at this. We'll see. You. So, Hopefully I am... I don't embarrass myself. Like you're this. my sensei. <laughs> so, let's see. So, we got the tamarindo rim here. Tamarindo rim. For those who can't see it, right now we're experiencing uh, so you see how sensory like overload. Like, yeah. So, oh. it kind of drips down. That's how I like it, though. The consistency. Like, and then you yeah. just grab the cup. So, you grab the cup. And then we'll just kind of, you don't need to put like too much, but just kind of go around here. Let me. Oh, set it. It's easier. You yeah. set it on the floor. Use two hands. I like to. Kind of spin the cup, right? Around yeah. the rim. Dip it in there. It's kind of hard with the, with the little handle. Oh, right. I should have just given one. you like it's a okay. regular one, right? It's okay. We'll just minus the handle. Ah. I'm, over here. I'm over here with like these. No, it's okay. Beer cups. <laughs> just kind of. Well, hey, that's what a beer cup is. Yay! It's kind of harder with the. I've noticed with like a handle, but I mean, it's okay. But you can make anything happen. Yes, of course. Even if it's just like the outside of it, you know. Yeah. So you just kind of want to rim it up and then also a lot of people kind of have a side of powder chili mm -hmm. and they just kind of like which will uh help this kind of stick to to the cup yeah uh, but so they'll get the powder chili and then they'll kind of go it over like they'll go over it too as well nice but it's cool solid all right so you rim the so we rim it and then we pour our beer pour beer so Usually with the michelada, they have like a mix already, which I do want to make my own mix. Like, so you don't have to, with, when someone makes a michelada, they um, usually have the clamato, the lime, the chili that they have to add on. And um, I just poured this wrong. <laughs> it's okay. But I want to make uh, my own mix where it's already mixed. So all people have to do rather than just mixing like everything in, they would just have to pour the liquid following their beer. Very cool. So it's already like concentrated and stuff. So that will hopefully be my next project. But these are some very vanilla uh, micheladas. I usually know how to pour beer. I was just too excited. Sorry. It's a no judgment zone here. <laughs> no judgment zone. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. I'm so happy we're doing this. Uh, me too. Now we're going to have a taste of this uh, michelada. I just drank all of them. Why do I say michelada? Michelada. This is yummy. That's some good dip. The flavor is very... Um, I like it because it's not overpowering. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like a mix of just like, you can taste the tamarindo, but you can taste the like spice a little bit. So this is the tamarindo mm -hmm. version. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's something like robust about the taste. It's like, how do I say this? It's not like super sweet. It tastes like very like, like almost like, you know, like 
a little bit burned, but like in a good way. Like you know how like sometimes whiskey, good whiskey's like yes, so has like, like this robust taste. Like it has a little like it's like blend. I don't know how to explain. It. It's like blended. It's not too sweet, um, but you can taste the tamarindo. Mm -hmm. That's what I like about it, and that's like my whole point is like I don't want it to overpower like sweet, but I also don't want it to make it like a super spicy tamarindo because not a, not everyone likes the the spice, and that's what the mild and the spicy rim dip is for <laughs> yeah but i'm so basic because i usually just drink my beer by itself no honestly i like it like this it's and, less, um, you know i'm plugging my favorite beer here Coors uh banquet that's that's literally my favorite beer what beer do, does it usually go with <laughs> honestly <laughs> in your case um, what do you usually get I usually, I'm a Modelo Pacifico girl, mm -hmm. but I think a Michelada can, honestly, even just with rimming this type of beer on its own, like getting the can and rimming it, I go with any beer. Because people like light beers, people um, like dark beers. We'll try that one next. Yeah, so a lot of people too, which can be easier, like if you're out or something, Instead or you don't want to like waste your cups or you don't have any like red cups in handy a lot of people just grab it rim it and then they open the can like that and we'll and we'll give you a tutorial how to do it we'll too it. it'll probably be easier to grab too but yeah these um this uh tamarindo on the rim um it kind of takes me back to like mexico because in mexico city um my family out there mm -hmm. and there's like this little uh, street vendor that just sells um you know micheladas yes you know like in big red cups and like he has a variety of beers that you can pick from and like he has all these like like you said all this like um dust i wouldn't well i don't want to call it dust but it's like all this um like sugar like mm -hmm. you can remove it sugar you can remove it like even like seeds like sesame yeah. seeds um like the, so all these like rim samples that you could do exactly wow. exactly so it kind of like it does give you like an authentic feel of like mm -hmm. that experience and that's what i love like i i wanted to i mean i don't make like the actual micheladas i'm not like selling beer but just mm -hmm. like like you said like going to places where you can just go up to like someone in a cart or like in their little like store and just be like, can I have a Michelada? And them having like these huge uh, styrofoam cups. <laughs> oh my God, that's like the best. But uh, that's what, when I think of Micheladas, that's exactly how I want mine to look. It takes you somewhere. Yeah. It takes you somewhere like more relaxing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely feel that. I definitely feel that. I want to try one of your other ones and then we'll yes. go back and we'll put this one aside. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, sorry. I'll put it right here. And now we're going to try um, these. Uh, what are these? Those are sour apple straws. Sour apple straws. Yes. So they're with... like sour straws. And usually I do uh, different flavors. So I have like the strawberries, the, uh, the sour apples. They have like blueberry and stuff. But again, I like to mix up my, my flavors and not have all of them at once. Down to preference. So yes. after you. Okay. These are like, I consider these as underrated. Like a lot of people don't really, some people order these, but it's when they try them is when they continue to order them. Right. So it's like, it's not like their first choice, but once I get them to try it, I don't know. Not bad. It does taste like apple with chili. 
Mm-hmm. A little sour kick. A little bit spicy. That's yummy. Okay. I like the sour apple. With my preference, I'm not really a sour apple person. Mm-hmm. So I don't make a big variety of sour apple things. But I have these and the rings that I usually do when it comes to like sour apple stuff. Very cool. Very I like cool. It. Good. So again, if you guys have any suggestions on candy flavors, I'm all for it. I haven't tried any grape stuff, nothing like that. So kind of mix it all together. Mm-hmm. Well, this reminds me of like I think I think that Lucas one also has one, right? The watermelon one, but mm. but I like this one because this is thicker. Yeah. Now some more consistency, and even like 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 the chamoy is Just, like more potent, like yeah. in a, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like, it's actually there. And you know why? I think, too. I think it's because of the sugar that's on the candy. Mm, like, and it grabs it a little bit better. Oh, yeah. Like, like the like texture is a little bit thicker compared to the other one because it yes. was more, like, liquid. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, very sloppy. This is more... It actually sticks to the candy. Yes. And I think the sugar helps a lot. That's there, what I've noticed. There's a big difference, yeah. So, I definitely prefer these over the other mass-produced ones. Because... Um, you're saying that you make these yourself, right? Yeah. Um, where do you make these? Like, well, I make the chamoy that's on top of the candy. Right. But, right. Um, like, what do you mean? Where do I make these? Like, do you make it at home? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Your so, kitchen? my kitchen, full on, like. Is it just you? Yeah. By yourself? Just me. Custom orders? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. what I like to do is I always have orders, like, on hand. Mm-hmm. Um and i like to post about it so for unless it's like a crazy event like today for example where it's super bowl sunday the super bowl sunday i won't be available but i was available friday and saturday the days before yeah so i would usually like have things like that ready but for the most part like if someone were to hit me up on a saturday or sunday being like hey like do you have any rim dips available or candies and whatever i have you know i usually just go ahead and respond like that. It's funny because right now I call myself like, I'm licking this cup while making eye contact with you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> so, I, didn't, I, didn't <laughs> <laughs> I did not notice that. Like, see, mine's dripping, for example. So yeah. you don't want it to like. Mine's starting to. So you feel like, I feel like a child right now, but just like my candy. Yeah, like, that's yeah. like the only thing is that um, I'm trying to find a way of like how not to make it drip. But. I don't mind the drip. Yeah, I don't to, think it's to me like the drip tells bad. me that you you really loaded the you know the product on there. Yeah, it just it, I think like yeah maybe it's just not that it's thick consistency, but it's still I think it's just the amount of it holds well though. Yeah, because I've seen other ones like like, like you said like they put it in it automatically goes oof, all the way down from the top to the bottom and that can get pretty sticky. And I'm not gonna lie, it took me a while to be like, how am I gonna make it this thick? And it just took a lot of practice. There's and mixing two and two together, taking notes. What did I do this time? What did I not do? And oh, just... like trial and error mm-hmm. to get you the right recipe. Yeah, Very so cool. like even when um, I first started, I had a completely different um, texture to it. And it was more runny. 
but it was more with the natural like fruits and stuff like that mm -hmm. but now with the powders and i'm thinking with like the sugar it like thickening it's gotten a way better texture at least the texture that i'm like kind of moving towards that i wanted yeah like you like prefer that you enjoy right. no but it's funny yeah. how there's like an art to everything no definitely yeah, yeah. took a lot of notes too a lot of practice and you know the good thing is that i have my friends and my family who do test runs with me <laughs> and honestly to the fact that you kind of sometimes i feel like i can tell that you actually love doing this you know i, I could tell that in the way you even kind of described it right now there's a lot of people who sometimes they like something but then they try it and then they automatically fail and it's like that's not for me but the fact that you kind of kept going at it i think that really sets you apart from a lot of people that's the one thing that um I feel like sometimes people don't give themselves room to fail, you know? Right. Like, you're not always going to get it right on the first time. And the fact that you kept going and I, like, perfected your recipe, to me, that's that's incredible. And so props Thank to you. you on that. I don't Thank think um, people sometimes see the, like, all the work behind the scenes yeah. that kind of goes into it, right? Yeah. And um, so so you're saying so you people can order these um on your instagram right yes i have a instagram that i usually uh get all not only like post about like orders and specials that i might be having but um that's where everyone can order um and from there i take you know questions requests if if you know needed wanted um but i also keep a lot of communication with uh customers through that end it's at Chamoy, C-H-A-M-O-M-O-Y, La Chicana, all one word, L-A-C-H-I-C-A-N-A, -A. for those of you who want to order, and yeah. it's located in Norwalk. And you say, you, you wrote here that's pickup and local delivery available? Yes, yeah, so uh, what I like to do is, now I'm like working on shipping and stuff too, mm -hmm. um, but... I usually do a local delivery, so anything connected to Norwalk. You got Bellflower, Cerritos. I even go down to La Habra and stuff like that. Even Buena Park and stuff. So anything kind of considered, like, you know, not too far. I don't mind driving um, the distance to drop off. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people have been helping me out with just picking up. And that's what I really love about the customers. They're super, like, no matter where I'm at, you know, even if it's at work. I work in Santa Fe mm -hmm. Springs, so they'll make their trip there. Get a little bit of chamoy right here on Sorry. your lip, just FYI. I don't want, I want to be that good friend. Thanks. Yeah, right you're good, you're good. Thanks. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. But, There's nothing yeah. worse than somebody who doesn't tell you, like, hey, I have a giant booger and nobody <laughs> told me this. Do I? <laughs> nah. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying me, personal, ex personal experience. That's happened to no, me. No, yeah, straight up. But, uh, yeah, dude, like, I usually do local deliveries if it's anything connected to Norwalk, but I also can ship. So, and I've shipped out of state um, to oh, friends wow. who now live out of state. Um, Where did you ship it to? My furthest you. was mm -hmm. North Dakota. North Dakota. Yeah. Shout out to North Dakota. Yeah. That's where my, my bestie lives out there. So he's out there supporting me too. And, um, you know, again, uh, just the support, you know. So mm -hmm. um, I do shipping as well. And then pickup, always available. I don't mind that ever. Absolutely. I'll, I'll make a note of it on the, on the podcast notes anyway, so... Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. really good for sure and for so sure. you being from la i know this is like a little bit off off the you know 
the main focus today. But as an as an LA native, like, how do you feel like um, you like? Do you enjoy living in LA with everything that's going on in the world? I know this is a little off topic, but um, I always like to pick brains like that. I the way I live is just by, you know, just it's it's scary. But um, my thing is, I just gotta go day by day. And I don't like to focus on anything that is, like, kind of happening, you know, with, like, tragedy-wise and stuff like that. I do, like, am aware, but I try not to let that kind of um, get to my attention because it does start freaking me out. And then I start getting worried and stuff like that. So, um, but L.A., I think, I mean, if I could, I know it's super expensive, but I'd stay here for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, that's just how it is. Like, I love it here. Even Norwalk. If I can live in Norwalk forever, I think that would be my plan. Yeah. Like, it's just where my heart is, you know? And um, that's, it's just one thing that's like, I have my family here, my friends here, and stuff like that. You have your friends move here and there, but it's just something that, like, I don't know. It's just where I grew up, and it's everything that I have here. It's my comfort zone, I yeah. think. You know, regardless of you know the outside, everywhere you go, I think, has its dangerous, you know, places and stuff like that. But I think because we grew up here, and because I know, you know, um, and even then, you know where to go, you know where to not go. Exactly. You know? As and locals, we probably know exactly. So to go. I mean. On my end, I, you know, all that stuff, it happens, but it happens everywhere else, you know, and I just have a, like, major love for where I'm at, and I just, you know, no matter what, it's just, you know, where I think I hopefully want to be. Handmade in LA. Yeah. Your candies, your dips. And that's the thing is that what I like about LA is, like, people love, like, where they're from. Like, they rep LA hard you know yeah and even like with the vendors and stuff like that being from norwalk i've had so much support from the community that it's not only like my my family my friends but it's my work mm-hmm. who i work at the gym and for example i have my community there who is like supporting me there or in the even in the city of la i did my first brew walk um oh really yeah i i stationed so what happened was uh norwalk uh did their first like brew walk and uh they invited me over to be a vendor mm-hmm. and pff, i didn't even think twice about it i said sign me up one it's from my city it's our first like annual brew walk and it's just like the way of connection and what was crazy was that all the brewing companies were um all the local no brewers? like like brew, like breweries, like mm-hmm. like not. How do you like dark beer, not like, like porters. Yeah, like imported type stuff. Like uh, how do you call locally it? handmade? I mean, like local. handmade beer, but like local, uh, local and um, like not like Coors Light or Corona or Pacifico, where it's like a a good like beer that you can automatically miss, like a like dark beer, for example. Yeah. So it was just like handcrafted beer, dark beer. And I was like kind of worried about was I'm people are so used to drinking this with like Coors Light or Michelob or stuff like that. And all these dark beers were being presented. And I I was kind of nervous, like this is not going to match. Like these are like heavy beers. And like my rim dip is just for like, yeah, but I had a guy who bought the rim dip, took it to his spot while he was 
Remy and while he was serving beers and I was getting people coming back and they're like, oh, you know, this is good. And they were rimming their cups with it. So I was like, <laughs> hey, it all works out. Very so cool. yeah, now it goes with dark beers that we know. Versatile. Or all those, yeah, versatile. So if you guys like any of those like handcrafted beers, it goes, it goes well, well with that with too. It too. Yeah. I, um, I've tried micheladas with like amber beers, like a little bit more darker beers, but you're right. Most people usually use lagers for these beers, yes, for these yes, yes. micheladas. And um, as a fan of like, well, I've kind of cut back on drinking, but I do enjoy a good like local brewery, like a beer. Yeah. Like the way they kind of craft their beers is really good. Um, local, the one here is Angel City, Angel City in the, in the Arts District mm -hmm. Brewery. I'm trying to go there next week, yeah? actually. Yeah. yeah, let me know. I'll probably go with you. Yeah, if you want yeah, company, yeah. of course. I don't oh, want to yeah. force my, of course, my no. myself. I'll hit you up, especially <laughs> if you a hey, if you know this area. I, I've been once, mm -hmm. and it was to the arcade one. Oh, I love that arcade. Yeah, yeah, but it was only one time, and then I think this time, we are doing something a little different. It's I don't know if truly LA is around that area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think that's where we're going. It's literally right right next to it. Have you been there? Uh, no, only just because um. I mean, I like seltzers, but... Is um, it all just seltzer there? I believe it is. Because isn't truly just all seltzers? Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, I guess And, the, and these go well with, with seltzers as well. Yeah, yeah. I know they... Um, I've seen people use um, White Claws, Trulies. Yep. And, like, they dip their their cans. Yeah, I'm telling you. I have friends who... I'm, I'm a beer drinker. I'm a beer girl. But I, all my friends drink seltzers, and they rim it with that stuff, and... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, it actually um, helps with the balance, too, because it's super light, like the seltzers and stuff like that. And you got a little bit of flavor in here. So, yeah. Yeah, it definitely it pairs well. seltzers. Forgot about that. It definitely pairs well. Um, I was going to ask you another question. As a local, well, see, the fact that, see, that's how I feel, too, about living in L.A. Like, there's so many crafts that people are dedicated to um that i feel is very diverse you have your take on this and maybe other cultures have something similar and that to me is like something very unique to la the fact that um you know there's a chicano side there's like an armenian side yes <laughs> there's filipinos towns koreans um you know let's say a little bit more white in santa monica like it's it's very diverse mm -hmm. um and even then like all these like cultures clashing in one spot to me it's why i love la the fact that um you have your project going i think i look outside our windows right now and it's like there's so many stories of people out there like yes. to me that are dedicated to a craft that makes them genuinely happy because you kind of have like this this is um like you said your your up um your hobby your passionate hobby but we also have other other goals right outside of uh, chamoila chicana yes what what are those other goals that you have um i am currently going to school to be a preschool teacher mm -hmm. so um i'm finishing up on that and that's my currently that's currently like my main goal um i want to get a career into to teaching and stuff like that but i still want to kind of put this on the side but i always love this as a hobby and um it's just something that i do for fun but 
teaching and and kind of like working with kids is where I'm going towards like with the main future. Mm -hmm. um, and this like just currently even right now um, as I'm like getting towards getting ready and finishing school and kind of switching off to a, to a, a, a new path. Um, my current job super supportive with uh, my candies. Uh, I have I work at the gym currently, but I have even just my cards posted up in the front. My manager is like, put your cards up there. Oh, very cool. I have a, you know, pop-ups. I'll go, like, just recently I asked him, I'm like, should I do this pop-up? I'll give you the day off. Go ahead, it involves you, know. you with the community, right? Yes. And there's that, and that sense of these kind of projects kind of gives you a little bit more like uh, an outlet of a creative expression, right, right? Right, And like, even with kids, like, I mean, prior to, to um, just like the gym and stuff, I, I always worked with kids. Um, and even then I was working at the Boys and Girls Club, you know, a few years back. And it was when I had already started this as well. And even the parents, you know, when they found out, when the kids were like, oh, you know, Miss Britis makes chamoy candy. Even the parents are like, oh, hey, where it's at? Like, where is it? Where is it? And I would give them, you know, stuff. And they were supporting me even then. And it's just like, it's just, uh, it's a good feeling it to know that. Um, it has the power to create, like, community. Yeah, exactly. Your product and bring people together. Yes. From, from Over, you know, candy, some sweet, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny, like, right now, like, we kind of realize there's more depth to even the product. Oh, definitely, you know, and um, even with the kids, and, and it's crazy because um, at the Boys and Girls Club, there was different, you know, you had your different uh, cultures and stuff like that, and, um, but you had, like, the, the, you know, Hispanic kids showing, you know, the white kids, like, hey, like, just try it. And if you don't like it, like, it's fine, but this is what I like, you know? Yeah. And it was just one of those things where it's just like, you're, you're sharing your, your culture with everybody, you know? And that's what I like. Like, this is what we are. Like, we, like, we love the spiciness. We love the sweet. Like, we grew up like that. And like, sharing that. Yes. Sharing that with people around yeah. you. Yeah. So is that was always me. Is that why, like, um, you chose the name La Chicana? Because Chamoy La Chicana, um, obviously Chamoy is what you're kind of focused on. And La mm -hmm. Chicana, that's, like, a part of you that that's obviously you kind of identify with, right? Yeah. What is, what does the Chicana mean, like, to you? To me, it is not only being prideful for your Mexican side mm -hmm. of your, you know, family. My parents are both, like, Hispanic. I was born here. Um, which makes, which I think makes me a Chicana because I'm, you know, uh, born in the States, but I have immigrant parents and, um, it's just a pride thing. Like I, I love being Mexican, mm -hmm. like, you know, and sometimes I'm like one of those, like, oh, you're a no sabo kid. Like, you don't know. So I'm still, Hey, I'm still fucking Mexican. I'm sorry. But I'm still Mexican. You're fine. But bi. like, um, you know, it's just one of those things. Like Chicanas, I feel like um, they get a name where it's like, oh, you're not even that Mexican, though. You're still like from here. Like you're still white in a way. But it's like, no, I still have my brown pride. Like that's who I am. You know, and I might not be from Mexico, but hey, like I rep it, you know. And it's just 
that's my background and I love it. I love being brown, you know. I you know, I might be a no sabo kid, but I know my stuff, you know. For those of you who don't know what a no sabo kid is, it's basically uh like a, one of those when people <laughs> when Mexican Americans raise their kids and they don't speak Spanish, they end up saying like no sabo like so that's made a joke out of it and so that's how they label no sabo kids, yeah. kids who don't speak who don't speak perfect Spanish, perfect which Spanish. there's no such thing as perfect Spanish, by the way. But um, hey, like, uh, again, like my my grandma, my tias, my tios, um, you know, they're all straight up from, you know, Mexico, came down here and stuff like that, immigrants. And, and from there, they the, the thing I love is that they still taught us their way. Mm -hmm. No matter me being born here, I was still raised in a culture where I knew, like, where I was from, my roots, when it came to food, festive areas, um, culture and stuff. And that's what I consider me being a Chicana, is still knowing where my family, my culture is from. Very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah, I think I think that's important, especially because it shows, it shows the kind of, like... Um, it's almost like a representation uh, like your product is an extension of that culture right you know that you feel very close to and i say you because it's like to me sometimes i feel like i'm in i'm in between some i feel like i'm like an i'm, I'm somewhere in a nowhere's man land so i feel like sometimes i feel like i've been kind of like i don't know kind of like yes in here but that's like uh kind of like you're very weird and different. Like you're not the typical Chicano or but you know what's typical weird? Mexican or typical American. You know, is that pe that's the whole thing? Is that people think we have to be a certain way when we don't? Because yeah, you have your your style. You're like an artist and stuff like that. And you might not dress like how supposedly a Chicano is supposed to dress. But again, how are we supposed to dress? You know, we don't know that. We're again like it's not visually like what we see but it's like who we are like and and you know you made your torta book that's true that's and true. that's representing like who you are and how you grew up and it culture based on food i think it's funny how like that speaks to different people of different cultures it, it's it talks to like the latinx community it talks to the chicana community it talks to like the um even the people who aren't completely like from tennessee i've had people tag me uh you know just kind of like it, it kind of opens like a little portal to like, oh, what is this like product? What is this food? Yeah. And you know, like, and, and to me, it's like, yes, part of to me, like if it speaks to you, then yeah, that's like, it's welcoming. Like, I like that. And I think anybody who kind of welcomes me, it's like, yeah, I'm glad you kind of opened your doors to me. And that's right. ultimately how I'm like, I kind of perceive myself like wherever I'm accepted is kind of who are the people I'm going to talk to, wherever I'm hanging out with. Obviously, people are attacking it. Those are probably people you don't want to hang out with anyways, you yeah. know? No, yeah, definitely. I, I feel that. I oh, also wanted to ask. Okay, so you wanted to... How long have you been selling Chamoy? I started back... Well, when I was, like, mixing things up in the kitchen, it was back in uh, COVID. So, what, 2019? 2020, I think it's 2020. It was when we, like, locked down and I was, March. like, boom, 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 making it... But it was 2021 where little, I think I did my first pop-up. Uh-huh. Uh, a little bit when COVID was like lightening up. But um, it was a drive-by pop-up. 
I remember and it was like I drove mass. by. Yeah. <laughs> I drove by and picked one up from you. Yeah, and it was one of those things where it was no contact. Um, you know, I had my family, my friends helping me out, and people would roll up and get their or we had like papers and everything taking orders and we'd boom make it and then bring it to the car so i, was I like, do remember that <laughs> it was around uh it was around covid when i started so that was a good memory to to kind of have to start up with but covid was my my era what a way to start i yeah. think to me is like i think a lot of people i think covid i feel like covid really um it cut people's almost like their um that uh that energy to try things it almost like put like it, a lot of fear was put in, in, onto people's minds that kind of um hindered them from following like their goals out of fear out of like of course safety you right. know uh of, and to me the fact that you started in a time that was very uh like where there was a lot of pandemonium um it kind of says a lot because i think you kind of like you said i feel like there's certain people who fo- like focus on like the what's going on things that are out of our control. But within okay. your your general area, you just, you decided like I need some sort of happiness, a creative outlet because all this is a process. To me, all this putting together ingredients, putting together like even the the top the Tupperware that you kind of not Tupperware um the the containers containers that you purchased like all this like it takes time, it takes right. energy, it takes it takes vision to kind of put all things together. Your logo, um, your logo, um, you create, was it, you outsourced your logo, correct? Yes. So um, I actually forgot a sticker, but I meant to like give you a sticker on the side. But um, my logo was actually created. Uh, it's funny because um, it was my uh, girlfriend who created it. And she just like doodled like me in a bun, literally. <laughs> like, oh, just really? Me in a bun and some eyebrows. I didn't know that. Yeah. And she was like, hey, this kind of looks like you, you know, like, and I just ran with it. I was like, wow, like, this yeah. is it. And like, uh, Nikki, my best friend, her brother actually helped me out with the actual graphic design in it. Mm. And he made it like, to the T. And when I tell you to the T, my bun, my eyebrows, like I'm telling you, the, the sticker has no eyes on it. It's literally just the eyebrows, the bun, and the bandana. And once I like tell someone, I kind of like put it two and two together. They're like, oh yeah, it does look like you. You've always had a bun since like middle school. That's what's <laughs> always, funny. You know? Always, always. It's funny because I just sometimes I have this like urge to chop it off, but everyone's like, no, that's like a thing that everyone knows you about your bun, your curly hair. But even right now, you have a bun. Yeah, small bun in the back. (laughs) (laughs) But so it's so like uniquely part of you. It's like like, an extension of you. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad it brings you a lot of like happiness more than anything because the way you tell me your stories, I can see how you light up. And to me, I think it's, I think that a lot of people are missing that sometimes. So like finding that, that joy, whether it makes you a millionaire or not, like to me, this is kind of even this podcast to me, having the time to catch up and talk in depth about your product. It's, it's things like that, that I feel like very passionate about. I think sometimes after COVID people kind of forgot to, how to human, how to yes. communicate, how to talk, like how to like genuinely like ask questions without like an expectations like there's nothing that like i want from you i just mm-hmm. genuinely want to like know more about you and kind of give some love to your products yes, you know because taking on anything is difficult nowadays i think anybody who kind of 
takes on a project like you don't know if it's gonna work out you don't know if people are gonna um support you or not and i think it kind of it kind of makes people makes you even you realize sometimes people feel like i'm gonna fail because nobody's gonna support me or like you know what is everybody gonna think of me i i, I feel like once you have a project like this it kind of shows the true colors of the people around you yes right because there's some people who will just throw shade at it like what the hell is she doing right you know and, the, and that you kind of start realizing like you're not my friend here. Yeah. You're like, you're, you're, why are you around me if you just hate me? Like, no, correct. Like anything good that I'm trying to put out, right? Have you had any experiences like that where it's just kind of like, and you don't have to name names, of course, but yeah. we're just like, like the process of like, ouch. Like, I thought you, like, honestly, you know. I didn't have any backlash with it. Mm -hmm. You know, there are some, uh, I had friends who had preferences of, of, you know, the rim dips and stuff, which of course I don't mind. Right. There's going to be competition wherever you go. Mm -hmm. And I've also had other people that I knew start up chamoy or start up, you know, candies and stuff. But again, um, never, nothing like backlash. I've never had any like negative, um, thing towards someone specifically saying anything but i take um people making the same product and stuff as comp like not even competition but hey like you don't see the same you're focused on you yes i'm focused on me and and what my product can bring you know my customers and i'm trying to make them happy trying to make them satisfied mm -hmm. but honestly the only like i never really had any backlash and you know thankfully but I don't also expect my friends to always like buy my product, you know, and stuff like that. But I do, you know, of course, like have it around whenever I go to family parties and stuff like that, which, you know, is always um, grateful to do. But um, yeah, I've never had any negative. That's very important what you just said right now. The fact that like, yeah, some people try to copy, but it's like you're not too, you're not even again focused on like. What other people are doing, you're focused on the on the on the love that you're putting effort that you're putting into mm -hmm. your product. Everywhere, you yeah. know, because I think that's, I think that's a very important mindset. The fact that why you've been doing this for such like like over, is it three years now? Yeah, about three years. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think that's ultimately the the test of time, um, like how deeply you love something. Because I think a lot of people will try to do something, but then the next thing you know, it's like they stop. Yeah. And it's nothing like throw shade or again, but it is something like once you find something you love and like it, you mix it into your life, into your community, I think you definitely have something special. Well, definitely. And like just as any other thing that someone creates, whether it's clothes, whether it's shoes or anything, there's always going to be somebody doing similar, something similar. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, as a mindset, you have to see like, this is what I'm doing for me. This is what I like. And if it works, it works. You yeah. Know? I'm so glad it's like Super Bowl Sunday because it's like we're, we're just getting a little head start Heck yeah. for later. Mm -hmm. Who you got? Who are you going for? You know what? I don't have a team, but I'm rooting for the Niners. For the Niners because mm -hmm. of California? I, I have a few nine, uh, friends who go for the Niners. So mm. I'm more of the like... Hey, I'm open to be adopted to a team, but I'm still I'm still thinking about it. It's a, it's a lot of uh, competition out there. I'm just like it's it's nerve wracking to I'm me. I'm being so basic that I'm I'm rooting for the Chiefs just because the Swifties. The Swifties. I don't know why. <laughs> I want, hey. I want the Swifties to celebrate. Hey, look, I'm a Swiftie, but I'm just, I have friends that, are, that you know, it's the 49ers just haven't, it's been a while for them, you know? I agree. I think they deserve it. But, I agree. 
We'll see. I know it's exciting. I like to not see. It's like bittersweet because I like to not be for a team because when I'm watching people go for their team, I'm like, y'all are like, <laughs> y'all are really <laughs> emotional. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen the yeah, side of you. And I'm just like, oh, it's like really nerve wracking. So I'm just kind of like, it's, it's easier to be like, oh, dang, they're losing. Well, at least I don't feel as bad, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I already, uh, I love my Lakers, but they're kind of on the same boat, you know? <laughs> So well, I can't even complain. I feel you. I, I feel you. Have a, I already have a lot of uh, trauma with that team. <laughs> Emotional damage. Yep. So can I enough. try? Yes, Get I want you to beer. try actually like rimming it like that too. Let's see. Yeah, uh, this time I want to try rimming the the can. Look, this is messy. It should be clean. I mean, I, I only. You know what? Took I just started doing that to my cans. What do you mean? Like cleaning them like that? Oh yeah. I never really thought of that. There's one. Perfect. Because this is straight out of the box. Straight out of the box. We're good. So. And so this is the alternative way of rimming yeah, your so drink. If you have a can, you can do this. It's probably easier. Uh, but this is our mango rim. Mango rim. Mango dip. Mango rim dip. Awesome. Say. So you kind of just hold the can upside down where you drink from it and you... Yeah. Okay, hold it at an angle. Oh, you see? Like slippery. Mm. Oh, so you don't really try to get the inside, huh? You try to get more of the outside? Yeah. Like, I try to do it, like, kind of, like, both, just so it's not, like, dripping, but it's kind of... See what I'm saying with the stick? Like, you just gotta... That's all good, yeah. Boom. And Boom. Then... It's like your fingers. Make, make it an experience. <laughs> That's you. Awesome. Thank you for listening. Of course. Who so are it, looks, not... it looks pretty. Watching this on YouTube, I'm holding a can up to the camera. This is another way to drink a beer. See, yeah, it's a little boom. I've never done this. No? I swear. I swear. All right, so let's crack this open. Let's see how you like it. This one's a little bit easier to drink than like the cups. Yeah. I would, I would think, but. Cheers, and we cheers at the bottom. <laughs> yeah oftentimes i like i just drink my beer you know what i'm not one to rim my beer can either as much there are some times where i do but i mainly like make a michi or like just rim a, a beer cup is there like a that. difference in the type of people who do this and people who do their cups Mm -hmm. yeah. without outing anybody or nothing I'm like I, I just yeah. want to I'm curious like what kind of people are the kind of people who for example my friend I mean my <laughs> friends they love my chamoy so when they get their like seltzer cans for example and I think it also has to do with like how people like their beers drinks like being drank you know mm -hmm. like for example someone who pours a seltzer I mean someone who opens a seltzer is probably not going to want to pour it in a in a cup right because it's going to get all the fizz out right so like for example friends who like seltzers would do the the rim on the can and yeah they rim it like which is all good you know but it gets a little messy when when you rim it like that but yeah so like my seltzer friends they really rim it with the cans i sometimes rim it with the cans too just because it's easier i get lazy yeah it's easier yeah. <laughs> i get lazy like trying to make a whole cup but I think this would probably be, other than like a michi, I love making like a classic michi with all the mix in there. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, I'd just choose the, the rim dip right here. Yeah, yeah. This, for some reason, like this is this feels like more like uh, 
more fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just more fun in the can compared to like a cup, like an adult <laughs> using a cup. And you can like grab it more. You yeah, it. it is easier. Awesome. So you have a little bit more products to go over. Mm-hmm. Which are two of people's favorites, kind of. I don't know. People are like a hit and miss with Gushers, but... A oh, lot these of people, are Gushers? Yeah, a lot of people love the Gushers. Okay. We're going to open the Gushers, the Chamoy Gushers. Do you like Gushers, like, regularly? Funny enough, I remember, like, the kids at schools would sometimes have them for lunch, right? Mm-hmm. But I never really went... Well, to be fair, my mom never really bought us candy. Yeah, me neither, yeah. It was one of those things where, like, you can have candy every now and then. We, she she kind of really, not, she kind of looked out for us, like, how much sugar it intake. It wasn't, like, in the household. Yeah. yeah that's but we can go out and buy it. Yeah. 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 I get it. You know, like, like a treat here and there. So, Gushers are, uh, I'm excited for this one. You want to have the first... I'm like making a mess here. No, it's all good. It, like I'm saying, this is an experience. Like this is generally like. No, no, it's a little messy. It's a little messy, but it's like fun. But it's good. It makes it <laughs> makes a beer like so much more fun than the, normally you would. It's definitely like I guess this is more like a like a treat to to share with people or even with yourself. Just kind of like it makes it more fun. Yeah, of course. Um, because sometimes I feel like if you drink a beer by itself, sometimes like you're either like going through something or you just like you know a thought just to relax to cool off after a day this is more like more fun more engaging mm-hmm. there's more to it a little bit more flavor mm-hmm. we can all admit beer is like not the best tasting but gushers yeah so like growing up i don't think i really had gushers like that but i started seeing it and a lot of people, some people like it, some people, you know what I noticed that mm-hmm. it's the grown-ups that like it, the kids don't really like it. Really? Like the grown-ups of our generation or the grown-ups of like our parents' generation? Our generation. Our generation. Because like we grew it. up with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for example, my nieces and my nephews, what, they're like six, five years old. Um, they don't really they know what gushers are? love uh-huh. the chamoy. Like, they love the manguitos, the watermelons, but the Gushers, I don't know if it's the liquid inside that, like, throws them off, but they're like, no, we don't want any of that one. Huh. But everything else, they're, like, raving about. And then people are our age. The millennials. Yeah, I get a lot of uh, Gusher orders. That's funny. So, like, each product has a certain demographic, even. definitely, yeah. So, you get your favorites and your non-favorites, but... That's like, the Gushers have been a hit. That's funny. So, having this project, has it affected, like, your dating life? Like, has it impacted or has it been harmonious with it together? Because sometimes I feel like we have work as adults and that pay, we have to pay bills. We have to, you know, provide, you know, food on the table for ourselves or others. Um, is this something that, like, how has how has dating and, like, your business and work like flow together your experience um, it's been really supportive so i am i do have a uh i'm in a relationship mm-hmm. so i've been with her for five years and erica says she created um she created local without even really realizing she created local mm-hmm. and um 
with her support i have been able to do <clears throat> pop-ups um she's there every time setting up making my menus oh um, making everything like like easier for me mm -hmm. you know and she's been a huge help and sometimes i do like um i don't want to feel like i'm taking her for granted or anything because like you know we'll make all this money and like from pop-up and it's just like you know mm -hmm. it's just i make it um but i find my ways definitely to uh, make it up take her out to dinner and stuff like that because i do like try to give her some she's just like no this is yours you know you did it but with her help um yeah i try to uh my best to kind of um kind of share that with her um but that's really cute she's been super she's creative super helpful and I don't think with pop-ups and stuff, I don't think I would be able to do it without her. She was like kind of like a person to get me out of a a little shy hole that I that I'm always in. And she's just like, no, you gotta go out, you know. And it's crazy because with this, like you're talking to people, you know, you, you're introducing yourself, and you know, I'm still I still come off as really shy, but um, she's the one out there like with the samples like here try this try this you know scooping the spoons up and it's it's super helpful like I, i'm really blessed to have her um helping me oh shoot look at <laughs> oh your mic fell yeah my bad how long did it fall i don't know it's okay we'll but, find out on the video yeah. <laughs> but yeah no she's been um like that so it's been a positive experience for positive, you. Positive, very positive. With your dating life and yes. these and these projects, um, well, these hobbies. Hopefully, she keeps me forever. Because <laughs> no, yeah, no one can only hope and, and continuously work on that. You know. Yeah, definitely. But luckily, it hasn't been like such an issue or anything. Like, she lets me do my thing as well as like I allow her to do hers. Um. With our schedules, yeah, we respect each other's schedules. It's super different right now, but it works, you know? We're making it work. Yeah. Yeah, and I only ask because, you know, I think that I think we humanizing, like, like work, you know? It is, like, we have... We're not just, like, one-sided individuals. Like, you know, um, there's multiple sides and depths. Right. That we kind of make the effort to kind of harmonize together and, like, make time. Like, yes, this is a big part of me, but it's only a fraction of me. I'm, like, multidimensional. Right. And I like to kind of, like you said, incorporate the things you love. The fact that your 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 partner, your girlfriend was able to help you out in this, it's, like, it's very, it's, it's very, it's a very good spot to be in. Yes. You know? I agree. Because, you know, there are people that sometimes, like, hey, don't allow you to chase a dream. And I had this with my book, I explained, you know, but... In my personal life, it's like it's it's nice to have someone that is there and like you know like it's not pressuring you like hey, this project is taking time away from me. Right. You need to stop what you're doing and pay attention to me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's um, that's a good environment to be in. Oh, definitely, it's very positive. It's very um, influencing. Um, she even has her coworkers, you know, getting some orders in and stuff like that. So she's a uh, very helpful like. Um, yeah, I don't think uh, I'd be like be able to get this far even when it comes to uh, pop ups and stuff like that. She's encouraging me to go attend them, you know, uh, a lot of the times just, you know, 
just putting her support in and, and just being there. And it's it's definitely way easier to, to be able to do. Like, I mean, it's not, it, it has its time, you know, it takes its time. And she's definitely understanding with that, you know. What it takes. Yeah. Um, you said you, you're, you're a little shy. Would you consider yourself more of an introvert? You know what? I just found out that you can be both. And mm-hmm. I think I'm both. You can be intro extrovert, which I mean, I'm an extrovert when it comes to like being around people that um, you're comfortable with. I'm comfortable with. Okay. And even like people that I have in common with. But there are times where while I'm out and my little light like dims down and I'm like ready to like I'm like shutting down. And that's when you kind of notice it's like, oh, OK, like she's ready to go and she's not talking anymore. Um, but I, I consider myself both, um, I was really shy, like, at first, first, like, maybe growing up. Now I feel like I'm a little better, mm-hmm. um, just talking and introducing myself, um, working at customer service, like, helped me a lot, you know, just speaking and having to do, like, stuff like that, having to tell people things. Um, it taught me not only how to, um, like communicate but communicate in a way where it's just not like all about me you know what i mean like i like to now i've noticed like to put myself in other people's shoes which has really helped um like not being shy and understanding people and that has also brought out a light in in me being able to have conversations with people you know and just like it's it's so weird like i came a long way i feel from my shyness <laughs> but um yeah i still get a little a little bit uh not i wouldn't say intimidating maybe intimidating a little bit but uh i'm way better when it comes to communicating and a lot like pop-ups and stuff like that mm-hmm. also too like communicating with strangers and stuff like that it has helped me um just be a little bit more extrovert than i than i usually am you know but i consider myself both i would say nice yeah, I have my shy side, but I do still have my side where I'm like talkative and you know, I like to have fun. I like to make people laugh and stuff like that. You've always been very lighthearted as far as like I remember you've always been very easily approachable. You've always had that kind of energy, like very welcoming energy. So I think um, when when you said that, you know, sometimes like I because I personally think I'm a little bit more on the introvert side, even though when I was younger, I feel like. I was like overcompensating and just doing too much when I was younger. I feel because a lot of my <laughs> friends were just kind of like, mm-hmm. you should do this, you should do that. And like sometimes like growing now as an adult, like I realized like, okay, I'm a little more, more quiet, more reserved, more methodical on the way I kind of do things. Yes. Which I, I felt like when I was younger, I was kind of like, I guess that overcompensating just to like a plea, appease of friends. You know, like social circles to be like, you have to be loud, you have to be this. Mm-hmm. And and I kind of grown more into myself like, yeah, I'm not the loudest guy in the room. Like, I don't think I ever, um, in the last recent years, I think you and I, we did an Oktoberfest, right? A, a yes. while back in Huntington Beach. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, even then, like the, the loud, like uh, environment to me, I was just kind of like drinking a couple of beers and I was like, I don't know. I got a little overstimulated yeah, yeah, yeah. in that environment. And I realized like, huh, maybe I'm a little bit more introverted now. Um, I'm better like one-on-one to me. It's like kind of the way I work better or best. 
um, sometimes speaking in front of too many people, I get a little like shy. No, yeah, you know? definitely. <laughs> like public speaking, mm -hmm. you know, it's not necessarily my thing, but um, like you said, kind of becoming a little bit more of an empath and learning like, okay, what are the different sides to, to an, to a, I don't know, to a, a story, right? There's, right. There's, there's so many stories surrounding one object. And to me, that's something that I've found a lot of like, like happiness in, like a lot of happiness in like turning off my voice and then like hearing other people's stories. Correct. You know, that's yeah. something that comes with time and like, um, I guess growth. Cause I think a lot of people sometimes feel a little, um, scared of like just silence, you know, I was just looking at my <laughs> mic. Sure it's so funny. How you it out your mic <laughs> but no, I totally agree. No, definitely. And I think, um, that one-on-one -on -one conversations have helped me a lot too. I'm definitely not no public speaker, but, um, I also was always shy to hold a one-on-one -on -one conversation unless it's like a friend or something like that. But now it, like just how we're holding a conversation now, I can probably hold with like a stranger, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah, I agree. It's more of a one-on-one -on -one and, and I'm really more mellow. Like I've always been like that growing up. I've really been like, and I wouldn't say like, I would consider it like quiet, but not really quiet. But I never liked the attention on me. I did not like to be the center of attention. So I tried every way to kind of avoid that. And I think that was just, it's just always been me. And now I just, I like my, my one-on-one -on -one connections. You know, I like to get to know people. I like to have, you know, my similarities with different people and, you know, just make, acquaintances out of that you know yeah the quality and learn time, about them quality people mm -hmm. in your life and that's where you find your connections and that's where you you know find your people that you know eventually even that like like or don't like you know what you do you know and but even then like i've had people who maybe not like chamoy but it's like oh hey we made a connection and hey my mom likes it so let me go get some for my mom you know because she likes that stuff and it's just it's it's been a it's been a good run like i don't know i love meeting people and it, it's so crazy because even going out in public because um, right now i work at uh the gym so mm -hmm. i see a lot of people at the gym mm -hmm. but i also like i mean like we grew up in norwalk so like me still being there i know people there so there are times where I go out or my parents go on. They're like, hey, you're Brutus's mom and dad. Or, hey, Brutus. And my girl's <laughs> like, who is that? And I'm like, look, it's just been a while, okay? I've been here for a while. People know me. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's a good, like, feeling because it's just kind of like, whoa, like, me not thinking going out in public and, like, someone recognizing my parents is, like, you know, really weird. Or, like, my brother out in Costco or something. And it's just like, wow, like... Not knowing it, I do know people, you know? Like, it makes me feel good. Like, and it's not like bad people. It's like all these people that I probably made like one, two connections with and they just, you know, remembered from there. But definitely like, I like that. I consider, I, I would consider myself both intro, extrovert. Nice, nice. I've, I kind of learned to just, um, there's a difference between gloating and there's a difference about kind of like being proud of something, Right. you know? Um, to me, gloating, um, when people gloat, there's, it is kind of, it kind of like, it justifies their lack of, of action when people gloat. Yeah. I've realized, yeah, you know, and when something like this, where you're, you're very passionate, you can talk about, 
you're not gloating. We're not gloating anything here. We're kind of just talking about the process. Yeah. You know, and that's something that sometimes people aren't taught. Like, you know, you should feel you should feel um, empowered to talk about the things you love. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, sometimes in, in our culture, sometimes it's like, oh, stopping a show off. But um, I mean, to me, luckily enough, uh, you and I seems like we have very um, a very good support system that has helped us Correct. create this um, these projects that we're that we're both like collaborating on even at this moment. Yeah. And I think it's important for people who are listening to this, you know, to kind of find that that, that empowerment, you know, it, yes. and empowerment shouldn't come at a cost of cutting other people's, um, you know, passions. Because I think sometimes it's like, okay, we're empowered, but but I'm only empowered by stepping on other people's projects, yes. you know, like, oh, it's it's, uh, it's me against them. It's like, mm-hmm. no, it's never been that way. Never. You know, it's not, yeah. it's like, uh, uh, the world's already politicized enough to like even bring those topics up yes i agree that i feel like you know a creative outlet like this is very healthy for people to really search for right and i hope like you know if someone's like searching to do something what's something that you would recommend like in the beginning like you know that kind of helped you kind of um pursue this this hobby um i I would say like like you said just don't worry about what other people are doing you know you you got your yeah your support system and stuff like that but let's say if someone you know felt like they didn't have that i I would consider just to not worry about what other people are doing because in the world there's a million other same companies doing the same thing maybe tweaking little things but again it's the the way you present it's the way you hold communication with your customers or with the community or anything you just kind of got to be humble about it and do you for you that's it not for nobody else i'd imagine it, it also gives you very much like a, a big satisfaction seeing like smiles and people like reacting to your to i your- love it just like you know my favorite thing is like oh i don't know it, it's with when kids love it because you wouldn't expect kids to love things like that you know right i have you know one or two nieces and nephews that are like oh what is that you know and which is fine you know they've never seen anything like that but like when a, I have other, you know, nieces and nephews who are like head over heels, uh, over head over heels with it. I like included one of these in one of their uh, Christmas gifts, like mm-hmm. on top of whatever else I gave him. And that's all he was worried about. He's like, oh, the candy. And I was like, there it is. But yeah, no, I think um, my biggest thing is like, I mean, I love the positive feedback always, always. It makes me feel so good. But when someone's like, oh, my kid, like, didn't let it go, I'm like, that's how you know. It's a winner when the kids love it, you know? <laughs> that's definitely a winner for but, sure. But, yeah, no, I, I would just say just focus on focus on what you want to do. Focus on what some, what's going to make some you happy and what's going to make you um, experiment and, and keep you busy, you know, in keep a positive way. Creative juices. Yes. Yeah. I like to tell people my golden rule is if it doesn't hurt you, and if it doesn't hurt others, keep doing it. Oh, exactly. You know, that's kind of the way I've kind of lived my life. Even if people don't understand it at first, they'll like usually the people that love you, truly love you, will come around and be like, "Okay, yeah, good for you for doing that." You exactly. Know? Like, keep going, like. And you know what? Well, one thing I'm gonna remember is my first pop up ever. That the drive by pop up. Uh huh. Without even knowing, like I had like pizza and stuff like at the end for all like my cousins and my friends who worked, and um, 
I received like a bag full of like little notes of like each and every person, like friends who didn't even, who weren't even there, but like friends, families and stuff like that, just kind of like thanking me and congratulating me on that. And it was like one of those things where I was like, oh my God, like I don't want to cry right now, but it was a good feeling. Cause I'm like, wow, like they notice yeah. and like, I'm not even talking about it. And they're like noticing like what I'm doing. And it's just, it's, it's a good feeling because that just means that like without me like saying anything they're like watching you know yeah because it's it's hard to get lost in in the process and not even like ourselves give ourselves credit or that validation that other people are seeing like from their from their eyes their point of view they're like very proud of us because they see us moving they see us trying they see us frustrated and still trying to find solutions to make it happen yes so that's really nice yeah and with every project again there's always, you know, something, something good that's going to come out of it regardless. As long as you're not hurting people, like you said. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, definitely. Cheers to that. Um, there's this last, but not least. Not least, definitely. Um, product that you brought. And this is like the little, I'll let you take the mic on this. How I, call these, How, yeah. I call these watermelon bites. Um, I usually have a bigger version of watermelon bites. But the uh, candy store that I go to, by the way, it's uh, locally, well, it's Norwalk. They have maybe like three, but it's called Candy for Less. And that has been a blessing to have. <laughs> wow, do you like it? Sour? <laughs> no, I'm enjoying it. Okay. It's like bliss. The moment I put it in my mouth, I'm like, oh, yeah. So, Candy for Less, shout out to them because... They are a local candy store who is exactly like the one in L.A. Okay. Selling bulks of candy. Mm -hmm. But they moved out in um, Norwalk. And just such a blessing because it's just like a 10-minute drive that I have to go. Get all my bulks of candies and I bring them back. But these are called watermelon bites. So I usually have a bigger version of these, but these are a little bit smaller. They're cute. Um, I love them. They're so good. Yeah. They and they like tastes like watermelon it's not like you know you can still taste the watermelon from it yeah yeah i can definitely taste it the moment mm -hmm. like a, I had a ratatouille moment you know when he takes a bite and like he starts seeing flavors <laughs> that's literally what i just caught me right it. now i was like what's wrong i was <laughs> like are you okay <laughs> no. he was vibing he was i was vibing, vibing. <laughs> that's that's what happened for those of you who didn't see this i literally took a bite and i just closed my eyes and i went on this trance of like flavors to double check i was like what's going on do you like it i love it no well, but that's a lot of people's favorites too especially if you're a watermelon lover mm -hmm. um this is a go-to i love watermelon and these are something that i do all the time like these i can't like just switch in and out like i always have these and even this like chamoy and dip would also go really great on on like fresh fruit mm -hmm. i'm thinking about it like sliced food like fruit cuts, like melon, mangoes, and just dipping that in there. Mm -hmm. Also really good. Top. Yeah. Because this watermelon bites. I'm personally, I like watermelon as well. Yeah. So, you know, it helps. But all these have all a unique flavor, even texture, which, like you said, there's like a variety for people to choose from. Right. You know, whether exactly. it's like, I don't like the gummy. Um, I can go ahead and just buy the, the dip and apply it as however I want to 
experiment with exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And sometimes people just buy the dips and go get their candy separately and, and do it as that, you know, as well. Mm-hmm. But my goal, yeah, my goal was mainly not to only focus it on beer. Like, I just didn't want it to be like a product that is just for beer. So um, I kind of went out of my way. And like, I, that, I, I mean, I got, like you said, I got encouragement of, of seeing like other people you know do you know certain things like that which kind of gave me the confidence to be like you know what maybe i should try it um but it led me to a route that where it's like it's not only focused on beer you can use it for candy you can use it for fruit um you know lots of other stuff it allows a lot of the space for creativity yes from the from your from your customers mm-hmm. to go ahead and apply it as they please yes. and honestly this has been such a good episode yummy episode <laughs> is there anything else you want to like talk about any upcoming events any upcoming like sales coming up with um your, with your products i mean again i always have um sales going on uh, i have my chamoy page on instagram it's uh chamoy la chicana um you can find me on instagram right there you can dm me i'll always be open to responding uh, but there is where i keep like uh my posts about like what i'm selling the weekly menu and any other like uh questions that you might ask but um i do have an upcoming pop-up event uh it's gonna be march 3rd so uh and it will be in anaheim uh i will be posting a little bit more on my page about that um but it is going to be for a little league event uh who is having their uh baseball opening day that day so Very i'll be cool. out there um but other than that yeah um if there's anyone out there who does do pop-ups and stuff i'm always open to receiving you know invites and stuff like that just to attend um open to all that but, collaborations yeah awesome cool well thank you so much for coming in bird this i really do appreciate you taking your time especially on a super bowl sunday to okay. you know come in and share the stories of of all your products because it's so it's so crazy how like we just sat down and just started talking very naturally mm-hmm. about about all the the things surrounding your product you know it's i think that's what makes it was fun um, i like that you know your 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 stories that much more uh enjoyable yeah no you know? it's a, it's so weird because it's like you see these little things and it's like oh well it's just candy but no i really have um a lot of background and a lot of childhood memories that adapt to it. So, yeah. And all I know is I hopefully I keep doing it. Hopefully, you know, I get new customers. I always love that. And, yeah, always open. I definitely feel like I just, like, retouched the part of my childhood with all the, like, all the candies yes. that we were talking about. Like, just holding it. It does transform you and give you that, like, euphoric feeling of, like, just happiness. Just like, a, like there's, a, like, a child, like your inner child gets happy mm-hmm. with this product yes <laughs> hopefully yeah i hope um, so absolutely but yes no it's been fun and i really appreciate my time here thank you thank you thanks for watching follow and subscribe for more keep in touch with me on stories.fromla on instagram and youtube thank you <laughs>